we always like to spark some up right at the top of the show. You know, you can't you can't not smoke on the podcast. Hell yeah, gotcha. <laughs> good shit. Well, <coughs> folks, you heard it. Light it up, spark it up, vape it up, whatever, torch it up. <coughs> Excuse me, I'm. Uh, <coughs> took a really big hit because we don't fuck around here on the Illinois podcast <coughs> well if you're longtime listeners of this show you know that we like to have really interesting people on our show we've had people like the pot brothers at law tommy fucking chong that's that's a recent one that was pretty cool from cheech and chong and uh licensed cultivators in the state of illinois and much much more we also like to branch out and and reach out to people that uh are doing things in other parts of these United States in the cannabis industry. And today I'm joined by uh, a friend who's been in the industry for quite a while. I'm, not, I'm gonna let him, him speak to that. Um, but why don't you introduce yourself to the audience of the Chillinoy podcast? Hey, what's up guys? Uh, my name is Tony. Tony know he raw. Tony at the net. Tony going hard. Tony mama named Nick. Tony from the block. Born and raised Floridian, and now I'm out in Oregon. Uh, been uh, in the industry or the cannabis scene, I guess, for <clears throat> probably like I'd say like eight eight solid years. Uh, I've been smoking since I was like 18. I'm 29 now, so I really probably I'd say I've been in the scene for 10 years now because I've been taking pictures for that long too. Um, yeah, uh, we talked earlier about um, how I had the, the access to the, the cannabis over here, and you were, you know, you, you, you had a little bit of jealousy when you saw I posted that kind of stuff. Um, but if you've been following me for a while, uh, all that wasn't really legal, you know, in Florida. Um, you guys kind of had to like know somebody that knew somebody. <laughs> sure. uh, I guess uh, I guess I didn't even plug myself in yet. Um, my Instagram is S I R A Y N O T, but. Yesterday, uh, unfortunately, they disabled my account. Uh, so I'm working off my my backup account, which is underscore S I R A Y N O T underscore. Uh, that name's not really meant to be pronounced. It's just my my name backwards. So uh, I've met hundreds of people that try to say my name, and it's like you, you don't really have to pronounce it. Just call me Tony. Yeah, yeah. I was totally gonna introduce you as Serenot. So thank you for for saying that um yeah so folks we'll have both the both of those handles in the podcast description um like he said instagram's being a little fucky so uh you know we'll have two handles in there just search them both up if if they're both up give them both a follow um but if like only one's up give it a follow while we're waiting for the other one to come up make sure to support tony um that's the whole point of bringing him on, right? Is making him known and supporting him going forward. So, Tony, you, you know, uh, I was following you. I think you're also on, um, and I can edit this out if you don't want this public. You're on Snapchat as well, right? Yeah. Same handle. Uh, yep, same handle. S I R A Y N O T. Um, and I forgot to say, my I have a personal as well that I'm really active on. Um, it's Simonelli Tony. Uh, I guess I don't have to spell my last name out for anybody. But if there if there is anybody that really wants to follow me, they'd probably find me. So Simonelli Tony. Awesome, cool. Yeah, thank you right off the top for for saying that because we like to to tell people how to connect with you and support with you after the show. You know, um, so 
Yeah, why why don't you tell me? Because you, like you say, I I saw your journey from like the you know the gray like the black slash gray market to you know formalized legal market here in Oregon. Um, when when did you move to Oregon? I guess is my first question. So I left Florida in November of 2018. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 2018. Um, I left with my girlfriend at the time, and we drove to Colorado uh, for five five weeks. Um, I was planning on living there after I left uh, Florida, um, but some things fell through, and the house that I was staying at was kind of like sketchy. So mm-hmm. figured it was the uh, best time to like move on. Um, and fortunately, I have I had contact with one of my friends. I was out in Oregon. Uh, he was also in the cannabis industry at the time. Um, I helped him shoot some music videos. So we were, we had some cool, like, uh, interactions together. Uh, so I randomly hit him up, uh, when I was thinking about leaving Colorado and I said, Hey, do you know any places I could stay? Or do you have any, like any job opportunities out there? Uh, if I made my way out there with Mary, who was the girlfriend at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, he said, come on out. He had a, he had a room for us and, um, he'll help me put my resume put, uh, together. Cause you know, I haven't worked in the, the legal industry as of yet. Uh, Colorado was like definitely gray market, um, and Florida's black market. So, uh, drove, uh, drove all the way to Oregon. Um, and let me tell you, that was the craziest adventure I've ever done in my life. Uh, from Florida, we did Florida to Chicago to Colorado and then Oregon. And, uh, Man, I had a U-Haul and a car in the back, and that was like the craziest thing I've ever done in my life, uh, oh driving-wise. Uh, and we did it during um, when it was snowing too. It was like December, December fifteenth uh, is when we left Colorado. So wow. like we were driving as it was blizzarding, and oh man, we packed the we packed the U-Haul when it was snowing. So it was a fucking mess. <laughs> um, That's crazy. Yeah, but I've been out in Oregon now for two and a half years since January of twenty nineteen. Um, gotcha. and I have have loved it. I don't even see myself moving back to Florida or any other state. Uh, it's just like perfect over here for my lifestyle and just uh, the scene in general is awesome. Yeah. What? So what are you doing in Oregon right now? Um. So I I came here and applied as a production technician uh, mm-hmm. at a company called the CO2 Company in um. That meant I was going to be like rolling joints and pre-packing joints and uh, filling carts, packing carts, labeling, packaging, all that stuff, you know, anything like a, in a production room or a production setting. Uh, but like two months in, um, my bosses like found my Instagram and they like found my personal Instagram and saw like all my hobbies and that I love taking pictures and they instantly put me to work. So like two, two and a half months into my job. My boss uh, started a hundred acre hemp field and it was a hundred thousand plants. So I got to, uh, he wanted me to document it from, from uh, planting all the way to harvest. Uh, so for, from like July all the way to October, every Friday I was out there documenting the farm. Uh, oh, yeah. So like I said, man, it was a hundred thousand plants. So as far as the, I could see, it was just a sea of green and like the smells were unreal. Mm-hmm. Uh, the senior was unreal. It was like, it was tucked in a little bowl of mountains, you know, uh, yeah. it was, it was perfect. It was a place called Applegate Valley, uh, down in Southern Oregon. Uh, but that's where I'm at. I'm in Southern Oregon, by the way. Um, 
Northern Oregon's all right. Portland's like a shit show and a hellhole, and I wouldn't suggest anybody go to visit Portland at all. It's not worth <laughs> it. Um, yeah. If you're gonna go anywhere, go like Eugene in south. In south, I'm in a little place called Ashland, which is like a little hippie town. Uh, mm. Everybody grows cannabis there, so it pays the bills, and you know, it's just everybody pays the bills with cannabis in Southern Oregon in general. Like I yeah. fives um, are our main uh, highway, and off I five there's grows like every mile you see a grow to the left and the right. So. Wow, it's just like yeah, it's perfect out here for my lifestyle. Yeah, that sounds like our that sounds like our kind of place. And I'm when I say our kind of place, I'm t- I'm like myself included with my audience. Like, man, that sounds like our kind of place, right, people? <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, it's a dream ahead. working out here in the cannabis industry. Um, after I uh, after I was doing the pictures and you know uh, kind of like made my made my my place in the company, mm-hmm. um, they moved me into design and uh marketing so i was so right now i'm basically in charge of designing all the new packaging and all the packaging that comes through our line uh when test results come in i have to mock up all the the packaging products with our you know updated test results uh i print everything that leaves from this company um all the products i print every single label uh i design all the labels uh i work with compliance too um, a lot of people don't know there's there's a big checklist of things you have to do when uh, you're either applying for new packaging or submitting packaging or submitting uh, new product labels. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, there's a whole commission that has to approve uh, these things. So you have to really? submit documents and yeah, you have to submit documents and create like visual documents for them. And it's a whole like you have to jump through all these hoops. Um, and is it to, pretty- just to ask you a question just because. Uh, I mean, we may have something like this in Illinois, but just to learn a little bit about your process, is it like to make sure that it's not like, I don't know, I'm just thinking of an easy example, advertising to kids or something like that, you know, or is it, or, or I guess it could also just be from the angle of compliance, like you say, make sure it's got all the standard labels like, hey, don't use this if you're pregnant or whatever else, or, you know. Yeah, so uh, I think every state differs. Um Sure. California, for example, they're allowed to use like cartoons and and uh, like names. Yeah. We call it we call it like uh, we can't we can't use any content that appeals to children. Sure. But they but in California they can use like the the serial names and um, for example like uh, what's a good strain name um, like platinum purple candy or something like that. Yeah. Like we can't say candy in Oregon because it appe- appeals to children. So we have to like. PPC or like sure. change the name up a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, as, as far as like all like the labeling goes, uh, for example, um, when you create your label, you have to create it with like a production date. Uh, it depends on if it's flour, if it's concentrates, if it's tinctures, yeah. if it's, yeah. uh, those, those are all like different labeling rules. Interesting. Um, but yeah, for, for like flour, it's pretty easy. It's pretty generic. Uh, plain pre-rolls too. Uh, infused pre-rolls is where it starts like getting, you have to have a whole bunch of test information and the percentages mm-hmm. and milligrams per serving, milligrams per container and all that stuff. Um, yeah, uh, actually I post a lot of my, uh, like working on my labels and stuff on my Snapchat. I don't know if you've ever seen that. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it was pretty confusing at first, I'm not gonna lie, but now that I've made like a niche in the company and uh i'm doing things that really nobody else does in the company i, I know i'm pretty like secure here so uh yeah it, it, i love work i look forward to coming to work every morning uh it's fun man 
That's awesome. That's really good to hear because, you know, um, I don't know if you've heard about Illinois, but things aren't, uh, you know, some people are doing well. We've talked to some people that have had really good opportunities, but we've talked about people that, you know, that haven't had the best thing. So it's always good to hear like a positive experience in the cannabis community or in in a cannabis job where you like have the ability to grow like you have. It sounds like you have a really good employer, you know. That's for sure. Um, my my boss, he uh, my my two bosses, they're both brothers, and then uh, their mom is also uh, she has a product line in the company as well. So like it's a family ownership. Nice. Um, I think there's a couple investors as well. Uh, but yeah, man, uh, my boss goes to Burning Man. He uh, he uh, he's all about hype things too. I can't really go into that because it's a little like sure. fine print. But uh, no, I yeah, understand. It's, He's, he's a cool man he's a really cool man uh both of them are they're pretty young probably probably like 36 and under and are um, they hi- and are they hiring this is the important question i'm joking <laughs> yeah we're we're always hiring for like production techs uh but they start off like at 13 14 an hour um but the thing is if you're good at something or if you have your own niche that they notice like you get moved up in the company really fast um all my all my friends my close friends i've made at this company we all started off on the production tech all of us are now working either in sales or uh manufacturing or uh marketing and design like i am so it's they they definitely don't let you sit idle for long uh they make sure they make the 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 best use out of you too so um yeah that's just one of my jobs too over here which is pretty time consuming because i work 80 hours here uh, for yeah 80 hours two weeks Bro, they should pay you to do recruitment because, like, you you got it. <laughs> you know, you, you not only have you had that good experience, but you're able to speak like on it from an informed perspective. But anyways, though, um, so yeah, that no, congratulations. That's really awesome. Um, that like I say, that you've had that opportunity, and uh, I look forward to seeing you continue to grow. Um, you you know, you mentioned photography. Is that and you mentioned that that was what like caught your boss's attention has you always just had a love for photography and like videography and stuff like that yeah uh growing up my family was pretty religious so like drugs and cannabis weren't even like talked about weren't even brought up until i was like you know eight like i said 18 like i didn't have an interest in any of that stuff until i was 18 so like uh you know back then i was like skateboarding surfing um you know, do some action sports and my, my best friend was a photographer. So like using his camera every once in a while, kind of, you know, planted that seed. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, there's one picture specifically that I took back in 2010 of, uh, it was my first medical cannabis that I ever got. And it was Hawaiian haze back in the day. And, uh, I took a picture of it with my friend's camera, posted it on Tumblr and it got like 70,000 reblog or re, um, uh, I forgot what they call it on Tumblr, but you got like 70,000 notes on the picture. Wow. And I was like, Oh shit. Like maybe I'm, you know, maybe I got an eye for this. And so like, uh, that was probably like, yeah, 2010. Mm-hmm. And, uh, after that things just kind of blossomed. Um, I was taking all my pictures with like a Samsung S2 back in the day, like S2 to like an S6 is what I was taking my pictures on for my Instagram. If like you scroll down, you can see like, all that stuff that was really popular back in the day was all like phone taken. I wasn't taking anything with a professional camera. Wow. Um, 
so then I got this girlfriend uh, like five years ago and she was a model at the time and she wanted me to get a camera. So I asked her photographer, her main one, what he was using. And uh, unlike everybody that uses like a Canon and an Nikon, he was using a Fuji, a Fuji film. Hmm. And so um, I decided just to get a camera and I got that same one that he was using. Um, kind of like to take pictures for her, but then it ended up just like, developing into a lifestyle camera and then it developed into like a cannabis camera once I moved to Colorado and Oregon. Yeah. Um, I didn't really take much pictures of, of cannabis with my uh, camera in Florida at all. Cause it was just like, all I got was pounds. I never got to see like plants or anything. Sure. Um, but yeah. Uh, so it's probably been five, five and a half years, six years that I've had my camera now. And, That's uh, awesome. yeah, it's, it's been awesome. Yeah. Just, to on a trippy note, just cause I like to get, you know, I like to get trippy or whatever. Um, it, I've always liked photography and videography because it's a strange way that we've figured out how to capture time or, uh, time travel. I don't even know how to say it, but like, think about, um, and this is something I wanted to talk to you about because I think drones have changed the game and I noticed you use them. Um, think about um, like when you take a, a photo of a car, you know, a drag race with a drone. I'm just using a random example. Um, you know, you, you can watch that back. And I know everybody's thinking, Cole, yes, of course, videos have always existed. But again, I'm, I'm just talking about the fact that I think videos and photos are so fascinating because it gives you the opportunity to re revisit a moment that, I mean, if you didn't record it or didn't f photograph it, like you never would, you know, so. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I, as much as I'm on my phone or my cameras, like I always make sure to, I'm not, I'm always conscious to enjoy the time, like or enjoy the moment, like in yeah. in that moment, you know. I'm I'll, I'll put my phone down, put my camera down, and soak it in for a little bit. Um, I can't be one of those guys that like it's always on my phone or like on the phone at the table <laughs> right. with a group of people, and everybody's looking at you like, man, that group of people's on their phones and they're not talking with each other. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Um, as much as I love uh, my phone and my camera, um, I definitely enjoy uh, being able to capture those little pieces in time and uh, reflect on them with friends or you know just in general and personally hell yeah so yeah like I say drones man I, I like the the stuff you've been doing with drones like to, to capture the farm and everything um, has that been pretty cool to work with I guess just a very vague open-ended question yeah um, I forgot to mention too, like before I got my real camera, I was a big like GoPro person. I had a couple yeah. of GoPros and I took a, a couple of trips over like to another country, to a couple other countries with just a GoPro in my drone. And uh, yeah, man, that, that drone has, has seen some things. It's, it's crashed. It's, it's been to different States. Uh, my first it's drone got to come. It's been shot down by the United States military twice, but Hey, it's still <laughs> Man, something something happened to one of my drones when I was in Australia. The first drone I got, I was flying it, and it like something smacked it out of midair. And like when I looked, there was nothing like around my drone's like airspace. So, you know I don't what know it what was? The fuck happened. I know what? what it was. It was those goddamn UFOs that everybody's been talking about. You know, have you seen? Have you seen that? I'm sorry, I'm going totally uh, 
total pothead on you. Have you seen the the reports on 60 Minutes and everything else about uh, the UAPs, they call them now? No, not yet. Oh, man, you should definitely look it up. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm very, very horrible at, like, keeping up with the times and watching the news and stuff. Yeah, Very this bad. is a this is a good a good little story for you. That's like it doesn't really get political. It, it just like fascinates me because these uh, fighter pilots that are, that work for the Navy have been reporting these weird things, and th- there is actually footage that has been released, uh, confirmed from the Pentagon. And uh, yeah, like I said, sixty minutes, which is a pretty prime time show that only old people watch. I'll be honest. Um, they just did, they just did a, uh, a report on, on UFOs or what they call UAPs. So yeah, check it out. Crazy stuff. Anyways, though, I digress. Sorry, man. I'm, I'm high, you know? Uh, but Hey, that, yeah, that's, I, I definitely that's know about the UFOs, but I didn't, I didn't catch the, the 60 minutes part of that. That's pretty, pretty intense. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's getting legit, I guess is what I'm trying to say. And, that's my hypothesis as to what happened to your drone. They were like, fuck this dude's drone. <laughs> <laughs> it could have been a USO. Yeah, what's that? An unidentified submerged object. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess so. Have you ever heard of those? That's, that's actually, that's part of the report, and one of the latest videos that they released is, a, is one of them that is flying and shoots underwater and shoots back out. Yeah, they're saying I, I listened to the last podcast on the left, and they had an episode about uh, USOs, and uh, they're saying the the Navy are seeing like up to four a week. Yes, no, this is That's... exactly what this is about. That they include those stories in this report. Jeez. It's it's getting crazy, bro. So yeah, I don't <laughs> know what the hell's going on. I think it's because you know, like everything is so crazy. The the, the government's just like, hey, since ever since nobody's really paying attention. Um, aliens are real. Okay, nobody's <laughs> right. <laughs> you know. Yeah, probably. Anyways, um, so yeah, what do you you know? Uh, you said you know you're really enjoying the gig. Uh, there at at what what's the company to, again? I can't remember. Did you name the company, and if not, you do, you don't have to if you don't want to. But yeah, so uh, my. The one job is the CO2 company. Um, they make CO2, cartridges, right. uh, RSO, tinctures, and infused joints. Nice. Okay. Yeah. So that was going to be my next. That was going to be my next question as we start to close <clears throat> the show. A uh, few easy questions for you for the close of this show. Thank you again for joining us on the Chillinois podcast. Personally, I'm a big fan. Uh, one of my friends is a big fan. He says he's going to listen to the podcast. So Zach said hi, Tony. <laughs> anyways, yeah, what's up, Zach? Anyways, uh, what's your favorite method of ingestion? You, you a joint guy? You, I saw you smoked out of a bowl a second ago. You like dabs? What's your favorite? Are you an all types guy? Uh, so up until like two months ago, I was I was like a straight bun smoker for years now. Um, I don't really like joints. Uh, just like the the taste of blunts and weed put together. I don't know something about it. Uh, I can taste my weed better in blunts for some reason. Yeah. Um, but up until like two months ago, I've been smoking just, uh, like a bowl or two when I get home and maybe like a bowl during work where I'm at right now, I'm in a parking lot or, uh, I'll take a couple dabs like at my lunchtime. But, um, other than that, I used to be, just be a straight blunt smoker. Hell yeah. 
plot. So nice, nice. Have you tried? Do you have like any favorite uh, or cool apparatus? I think I've seen you post like cool, like little dab rigs and stuff. But have you ever tried any of the new fancy electronic ones? Yeah, I I don't have a Puffco. I have another one called uh, a Versa two yeah. yeah, we actually gave, we actually gave away a few of those uh, uh, a few months ago, and and hey, that's the perfect way to drop. We might be giving away some more in the future, folks. So yeah, anyways, um, I've had no problems with mine, and I've had it for over a year now. Uh, hey. uh, Eighty nine dollars compared to a four hundred dollar uh, Puffco, you know, can't beat that. So. Uh, I got that. I got it was eighty nine dollars because my friend had a promo code. Sure. Um, I'm not sure like how else, uh, how much it costs otherwise, but yeah. Right, right, right. Cool. Well, um, let me think here. So we asked you the fa- favorite ingested method. Oh yeah. I mean, do you have a favorite strain, or you just kind of a? So I used to be a straight GMO smoker, just like I am a blunt smoker. I was only GMO. Like it was yeah. GMO or like anything. Uh, Cross the GMO, um, but the past month I've been on a little uh, gelato kick. I've been getting like ice cream cake and uh, like any kind of gelatos I can get my hands on, as long as it has like the gelato terps. I'm all about mm-hmm. that right now. Hell yeah, gelato terps. Um, and and do you home grow? Because if you do, I've got one question for our home growers. No, I wish I did. I live uh, in a condo right now. Um, okay, but I'm I'm at a farm like every week. Uh, my buddy owns it, so. Yeah. Uh, I get to see the progress there. Hell yeah. Well, cool. Yeah, you at least get to work around the plants. That's cool. Oh, did I lose you? All right. We accidentally, we accidentally, well, our Zoom cut us off, folks. You know how it is. It's remote recording. Things happen. Um, but what I was saying is at least you get to be around plants, man. That's a really cool job. So you get to go and work around the beautiful cannabis plant. Um, Tony, thank you for setting aside time in your day uh, to come on my show. Like I say, huge fan uh my friend zach, my friend zach is actually the person who showed me uh you at the time it was like i think it had to have been five at least five years ago at least and at that time i was not only not a legal consumer of cannabis but cannabis was not legal so like it was so cool to see your perspective online man like you got you got to see things and do things that just didn't exist in our state yet. So thanks for coming on the show. Thank you so much for that, man. I really appreciate it. Uh, it means a lot that I get to share my uh, my passions and my art with uh, people who actually enjoy it. So uh, thank you for all those compliments. And thank you, Zach, for uh, showing up my Instagram. <laughs> and and uh, thank you for being a fan of mine. I appreciate it very much. Yeah, um, for, sh- for sure. Yeah. Um, I was just going to say, uh, thanks for telling us your story too. Cause I didn't, you know, I've just seen pictures and everything else and it's cool to know the story. So, yeah, no problem. I actually just got to talk with a, a magazine, um, last Friday. I'm going to be doing some work for a magazine called Oregon Leaf over here, uh, which is pretty cool. So like I said, man, if you guys are, or this is goes to everybody listening. If you guys are interested in the cannabis industry, uh, and you don't feel like moving out of your state, you know, look up your laws. If you do feel like moving out of your state, come out to Oregon. Oregon's Hell awesome. Yeah. Uh, I haven't been to Washington yet, but I can definitely tell you it's better than Colorado and California put together. Uh, Oregon's the best place I've ever been in, in the States, and I've been back a lot. So, uh, yeah, if anybody wants to come 
work in the industry come out here man hell yeah all right folks take care chillinois thanks for listening